Welcome back to another episode of the Oat Podcast. I'm your host, Abby, and today I am here with my longest BFF, Sarah. And so just a little bit, I didn't do an intro like without her like not being here, but just a little bit of an intro. Sarah and I have been BFFs since we were babies. I mean, there was like a couple years where we like weren't when you were cool and I wasn't. <laughs> That it, we will have to discuss all of that. <laughs> I don't really think I was that cool, but in Abby's world, I was cool. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, so just a little bit about you, Sarah. So you are a mom. I, I am. So Sarah's already fucking up, and she's not using her her microphone. <laughs> Oops! Literally, she's like, "Yeah, let's come on the podcast," and then she just doesn't talk into. The, and now into I'm just the talking. Mic. No. Mic. <laughs> um. But anyways, so. She, like I was saying, she's a mom, she's a wife, you're a hairstylist, my personal hairstylist. Mm -hmm. um, so anytime I need to look beautiful, you help me out with that. <laughs> Styled the salon. Hell yeah. Um, and we've been friends for like, I guess, 29 years? Quite literally. 29 years, 30 in April. Hell yeah. We're getting old, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a lifelong friend. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm like, God bless you. Because like, holy shit, you've put up with me for so long. Okay. God bless you. <laughs> I was a weird little gal. Like, scary. <laughs> like, scary. If you like look at the video like on the Instagram or like on my TikTok, like you're going to see Sarah and you're going to be like, she's like so pretty. Like, Sarah was a fucking weird child. I was ugly. And she, like, always had high waters. I was, I was anus. Like, I was a nerd. I look like a, like, total nerd. I look like a complete nerd. Yeah. Always had high waters and, like, you couldn't wear jeans. Like, it always had to be comfy pants. <laughs> Stretch pants or die, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still in them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend. I know. I was, like, well, like when, like, thinking about, like, what I wanted to wear today, I was, like... Are you gonna be like comfy cute or just cute cute? And I knew already knew the answer. I don't even know why. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna wear real pants or stretch yeah. pants? Stretch pants. <laughs> they're no. not high waters anymore, but no, they're not. I did ditch those. Although high waters are cool now. Unfortunately, I was ahead I of my time. Seriously. And would you wear the ones like with the strap around the foot too? Of course I did. <laughs> the full on stirrups. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Carol. <laughs> All those stirrups were, they did have a moment. They did come back, but I just, they, they were not cool. Like when I was wearing them. Oh my gosh. I mean, how uncomfortable. I feel like that would be the most uncomfortable. I can't have anything like around my feet though. Like even these I, socks. Honestly, they weren't that, like that would not, the stirrups couldn't have been comfortable. Yeah. But I'll never forget. I won't name her, but <laughs> someone we knew in third grade yeah. who looked at me and literally said, Sarah, do you ever wear jeans? <laughs> And all I could see was red and fire and like I wanted to kill her. Like, you, it still bothers you to this no, day. I, I will never forget. Do you ever The amount of pants? time Sarah has brought this up to me. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I feel that so much. Like I wear pants like once a week or like jeans once a week. I mean, like they make jeans a lot better now too. Like the jeans that we were wearing For when we were sure. kids are like so stiff. Like they were But it was horrible. just normal to wear it back. I don't know. Like. I feel like that was like my only option. Like I never wore jeans. didn't wear jeans and like at school. Yeah, well, I wasn't having it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just had to tell you. I was like, so Sarah obviously like came here earlier, and I was like, let's wait for any conversations until the podcast. But I just have to say, I typically treat like my recording days as like a job. Where, like, I would never go to a job hungover. Mm. Maybe when I was younger. But, like, I don't do that now. Like, I'm like I'm too old for that. Mm -hmm. But I have to tell you, I am struggling so bad right now. <laughs> like, You're hungover? A little bit. You don't I seem mean, it. I've had all day to prepare. Like, so when you were, like, should I come over, like, before or after bath time? I was, and, like, putting, like, my bath time? Are, are we, do you care if I say 
baby's name on? Oh, no, that's fine. I- okay, so yeah. Ivy. So yeah. her her kid, Ivy. Yeah. Um. So you put him to bed, and I was like, after. Like, I need all the time I can get. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, oh, God. Like, I feel like she's probably been waiting all day. Like, she's no. probably like, let's get this over with. So, no, uh, that's I, great. I, I, I needed it. I was up until 6 in the morning. Oh, I would not be well. I am uh, highly unwell. And I woke up at 10, which is like sleeping in, but like not a lot of sleep time. No. So. And like, it's like the worst sleep ever too. Like when yes. you're so drunk, it's awful. Which like, here's the thing. Okay. So like I wasn't, like I had, hadn't been drinking until six in the morning. There were a lot of events that happened, but I wanted to tell you about it. So yes. Um, when I did my solo episode, I think I mentioned like if I had a dollar for every time I like started just randomly talking with like an old man at the bar I would like be like a millionaire at this point last night things took a turn I was like being whipped around the dance floor by an eight like literally probably 80 year old no loved you (laughs) and like he was twirling too like and what was he doing out that late he was mad at his wife and then I'll I like show her. I made him text her that he loved her. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. He like oh wasn't God. trying to hit send, and I was like, oh, let me see it. Send. Did you also you could have sent it a selfie of you guys together? But like, I'm like I'm I'm fixing a marriage here, <laughs> saving one soul at a time. And then he like bless his heart. He was like, he he took a lift like to the bar and home, which so proud of him. But, like, he didn't have the app, so he would, like, log into Lyft, like, via, like, like a browser. <laughs> so he's like, can you help me with this? So I'm like, hey, I can't get on this website. I'm, like, texting his <laughs> wife, I love you. I'm, like, getting him a Lyft. I'm, like, putting your address here. <laughs> oh, and then, God. like, when we were dancing, he started getting handsy with me. And I'm like, ew, ew. no, you're married to Judy. <laughs> Ew. yeah there's just absolutely nothing worse than when you like think an old man's like being so sweet and nice i know and then they turn into a sick pervert guys are gross though so uh, it's not shocking yeah no it's it's unfortunate though when they're old and you're like oh like he seems like a sweet like dad yeah. no he's sick just like the rest of them. yeah he's like can want to come dance and mm-hmm. like at first he wasn't trying to grind but then he like pushed me like up against him i was like i'm i gotta go <laughs> yeah i i've had a scenario at that where um so it was an old man that was across the street and um i was wearing shorts and he brought me over like the stuff to put into our well and um he goes i was like oh like can i pay you and he was like well, i'll do anything for you darling in them shorts ew and i was like i hate you and what did you say? Um, I was just like, haha. And then I like just took the stuff and ran. And I love his wife. Like she's an angel. She's amazing. Um, and I still love her, but like I I kid you not, I've literally not spoken to <laughs> I was like, Well, no sick. shit. Like that's so disgusting. I know. And he's like 90. Like he's he's gonna croak any day, but uh he's just like trying to flirt as much as he can before he dies. I guess. But also like does like do guys not realize like that that makes us so uncomfortable and like the fact that you didn't say anything back it's like sometimes i just wish i would like literally tell people to fuck off but like i'm like still like worried about their feelings after they were just so disgusting i know i just was like i just felt sick in that moment so i was just like i'm gonna go um but yeah so then going back to last night so like i got home like at not a decent hour but like a normal like 3 a.m 2 30 time frame that hurts that's a late one it is but <sighs> like there's still the gap why was i up until 6 a.m let me tell you so i walking into my like my building i started hearing like meow meow and you know me i don't like cats i'm not a cat person i don't know how to talk with them and like communicate with them like they don't like me typically mm-hmm. but like this cat came up to me and followed me into my building so now i'm in the stairwell with this fucking cat and it's like rubbing its body up against me did i send you snapchats last night did you get any no i only i think i only saw your story i didn't get any personal ones i don't think well you're one of the lucky ones some people got probably 50 this morning (laughs) i don't think that's lucky i I would have loved that i I saved all of them so i will show you the saga 
<laughs> so I'm in the stairwell. I'm like loving this cat. I've never liked a cat in my whole life. I start recording the whole thing. I'm sending it to too many people. Embarrassing. And I'm like, guys, what do I do? And I'm, I'm like so drunk. You can hear it in my voice. I'm like, what do I do? This cat just like needs a home. I go up my stairs. I fucking let the cat in my house. I'm cuddling in here. In here. Oh God, I'm, God, I feed the cat salmon. Ew. <laughs> well, that's what I Googled. I was like, what can I feed a cat? No, no, of course you could be. I just think like, I hate, like, I just think they're sick. I and I was that. like, comment, like, I was like recording it, like commenting on it. I'm like, oh my God. Like ki- I kept calling it kitty cat. I'm like, kitty cat and I are like so healthy. Like we like the same food. Like I'm so embarrassing. <laughs> And then I just like started laying on the floor and like cuddling with it. I'm like, I am in desperate need for physical affection. (laughs) Take anything. I did. (laughs) Every time I go to your house, your dog sits on me. I'm like, please. (laughs) I'm like, he's so annoying. No, I love it. I'm like, don't move. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I was doing. It's like I was sending like this guy these videos of me with the cat and like this like weird ass commentary like at one point like the cat was like playing hard to get and I was like oh you're just like your mom like I started like calling myself like the like his mother or her mother and like in between sending updates about the fucking cat like I was also simultaneously like sexting this guy and I'm like what a turn of events like who am I now (laughs) you're trying to let a cat in you're sexting that's a lot it's a lot till six in the morning like (laughs) you know I mean casual normal keeps me entertained like I woke up and I was like I fucking love my life <laughs> with the cat next to you I kicked I almost I was like I want to cuddle this so bad but then my eyeball started itching because I'm allergic yeah, and they're like gross I, it, so like it had like a collar like so mark so I think it just accidentally got out okay and it didn't pee anywhere like I was like watching it like a hawk yeah but I vacuumed and everything this morning. So it's like, ew, because like all their dander. Say the same thing about dogs, too. They're like, they're so sick. And I mean, they literally are sick. My dog eats its own food. But, like, <laughs> I don't know why I think cats are sicker. I, I don't know why I think more cats are like that's, more gross. That's like what my mom, my mom was like, ew, that's disgusting, Abby. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's really not that different. Everyone, like, some people love cats. I don't know. My dog leaks like butt juice on my couch. So. <laughs> not much cleaner yeah and then he sits on me it's disgusting (laughs) but like i let him in my bed too so you know yeah i get it yeah okay so sarah is one of my most avid listeners of the podcast you are a loyal queen we stand with the oak girl pod (laughs) so i wanted to see what your overall thoughts are like on like the new format since it's become the oak podcast what do you think of the guests, the content, overall vibes? So since the beginning of listening to the pod, um, I enjoyed like you and Nikki had a great banter and you guys like bounced off each other really well. Um, but I do think that what you have now, like the content itself is like a little bit more like insightful okay um and it has just a little bit more depth to it and I feel like your con like all of the topics that you talk about are just have more depth and um I kind of am enjoying that new perspective of all of that okay and I love that you're having different guests too like I think it's great that you have girls I think it's great you have guys um and just like hearing all the different perspectives of people and like these different topics and I love like the interview format too because it just doesn't seem as like sometimes you know when you banter it just gets lost and yeah like sometimes people are overpowering or over Mm -hmm. the top like on either side and I just have really enjoyed like a little bit more structure and it's almost like learning insightful depth like yeah I just haven't really enjoyed how it's evolved into this so I love that like we couldn't live like more opposite lives but like you still like listening absolutely (laughs) I live for the tea I love the tea because it's not like you need dating advice (laughs) no but like I love 
to hear all of those perspectives though like yeah. that's what makes life interesting like I don't yeah. want to have to only talk to people that have like a life that's exactly like mine right I how boring me. literally yeah like I love my life not that your life is boring I just no. mean how boring to like only talk about the same thing over and over 100 <laughs> like just like you would it like you would want to hear maybe my insights of my things but like yeah which you, you're not planning to hear that only <laughs> you know what I mean like you're yeah. you want to hear your life I that's why I also love like working with people that are younger than me older than yeah. me whatever like all those perspectives are always fun to me mm-hmm. because I feel like if you're actually happy with like where your life's at like right where you're at you love hearing other people's perspective right? right right like my two work besties one's like not significantly younger than me but definitely younger and then the other is like 41 yeah which like that's not old she always calls herself old but it's like very different very different like stages like she has a 20 year old kid literally (laughs) no my old boss is like in her 50s and she's like one of the most amazing people in the world right she's so funny she's hilarious like there's no one there is literally no one like her yeah so yeah no and then I also work with like a 19 year old who's I didn't realize that until that TikTok today I know because she's like the hottest thing ever she doesn't look like she's 19 I was like what the hell (laughs) I know it's sick yeah and she's like she's such like a everyone. like a hustler too oh she's she acts way older than 19 yeah that's why it's i don't know if i've ever actually had a conversation with her but she's so cute yeah. you would love her but yeah. no i love i love a 19 year old i love a 50 year yeah. old all that yeah i mean i love an 80 year old <laughs> i do and i don't <laughs> I love old people sometimes as long as they're like cool and nice old people i'm here for that if yeah. they're like old people that um are like bitter and like not happy not so much but i've yeah had well anyone that that's not happy that's annoying to talk to anyway. somebody told me that they were like usually old people that you don't like that are like that were probably like that when they were young and i was yeah. like probably true i yeah. was like that would be my nightmare though is to be an old person that was like so miserable and made everyone else around me miserable right i know it's like just because you're i mean like yeah like they're about to die potentially but like so what live, live it up like exactly. i'm gonna be a menace like, in the literally like tell me 19 year olds what you're doing <laughs> yes i may be ready to croak but i need to know what you're doing tonight <laughs> give me all, all of the tea period who, who are you okay. fucking what what's what's new like i don't know like literally I, I feel like eating ass is like completely normal now and like 10 years ago that was like weird they would never and so it's like what's gonna be like happening like when we're 80 like is it gonna like turn back around like kids these days <laughs> like there's nothing like you can't get like you can't do anything else at this point it's like everything's on the table honestly that's so true like how much more exposed can we be really but it'll happen there'll probably be a way where we're like kids today i, know. I mean i honestly find that sometimes like with even my 10-year gap from my 19 year old and me like yeah my 19 year old like she's my daughter <laughs> she's my daughter if you're listening you're my daughter um <laughs> but there is su- there's for sure generational gaps where I'm yeah like, you are gen z and i am a millennial for sure i know i like try to like dress like them though oh she's dressed like so great every day yeah i know but then like also like so i so like i went like obviously i was at the bar last night and like these younger like girls came in like a group of them and it's like they look so cute but also it literally looks like the amount of effort that they put in is minimal and i'm like Mm -hmm. how do you achieve this i know that is like the look right now is like minimal but like not yeah Meanwhile, it took me a fucking hour to pick out an outfit. Right. Well, like just to look like I didn't try like, has like a whole head of weave, like which is not like yeah. low maintenance yeah. and lash extensions. Exactly. Or so, like, you know what I mean? Like that's and not a spray tan. <laughs> no, literally like yeah. just self tan, got my weave done and my lashes. Yeah. But I'm low maintenance. Cost like five hundred dollars. Yeah. But like this outfit, you know, it's like baggy pants. No, quite literally with a crop top. No, exactly. Yeah. So. And, and this is all jealousy. I'm just so jealous. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And there's also times too where I'm like, okay, maybe like, in, even like there's a difference between like a crop top and then like a super crop top. And like, I'm definitely like in the generation, like I like I'm just a more minimal crop. Not super. Honey, you will crop. never find me in a crop top anything. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> but these high-waisted pants, every time. <laughs> you can always wear high-waisted pants with a crop top because then your crop doesn't actually look cropped. You know, um, yes, I get that. And like, yes, I mean, I wore like kind of a shorter shirt yesterday, but like everything was covered. Like I would never yeah. my tummy. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I'm not like super into the tummy moment. I, I don't mind like a little 
a little tummy, but like, yeah, I'm not into like a ton of tummy, but I also just feel like that's like my age coming at me. Yeah, potentially, you know, like, but we were always taught like that was bad. Well, like I almost feel like I remember we were very inspired by Britney Spears and her (laughs) belly shirts and your one neighbor that had belly shirts. And I was like, she's hot. I wearing, And I want to be her. When like, I was and a why, nerd. why were we like eight years old being like we want to be hot like se- they, we, we would be like she's sexy like we just wanted to be cool like they just emulated like specifically cool. sexy no 100 like, percent. we would go over to her house and did we even know what sexy was i mean i did i had no rules though like i feel like i think you, you did too but like it's not like i wanted boys attention though when i was like eight i probably did <laughs> Well, none were looking at me, so <laughs> there were none that were wanting what I had to bring out. I mean, okay. at eight, hopefully no one was doing that no. anyways. But, like, I feel like we just knew because, like, everybody wanted to be her. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Same like with Britney Spears. Like, she was, it was just, like, iconic. Like you just And Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera, absolutely. Oh, yeah, her genie in a bottle, like, belly yes. shirt. Like, yeah. they just, like, they started that belly shirt thing. Right. That, like just i would always take it. my shirt and twist it around and like put it up like i remember it was that like... your bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> work it all the time no i know like try I... to be hot constantly i know like <laughs> so embarrassing and meanwhile there was me i had my glasses buck teeth <laughs> yeah. and uh, my bangs high but, waters like, it's like so weird though because like at the same time it's like I like want it like it's almost like I like aspired to be like a hoe, but I wasn't a hoe. Not at all. No. You just I was knew. afraid to talk to boys. No, literally. You know. But I feel like that's what they were. That's kind of like what they were though too. Like, yeah. Ev- they were what everybody wanted them to be, but like they weren't actually hoes. True. True. I mean, who knows? But well, maybe they were, but <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get back on track here. So. <laughs> Where were we? Um, talking about like overall vibes of the yes. podcast. So I just like wanted to see like who's been like your favorite guest so far. Oh my gosh, that's actually hard. Um, I'm trying to think of all the guests because there's been, you know, quite a few you've given me to listen to. Um, I'm gonna say I really enjoyed Hatfish. Okay. Um Me too. I thought he <laughs> Was a good perspective. I did enjoy um, your most recent um, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed his episode. Very controversial. Yeah. A lot of mixed reviews on that one. So I'm not going to say he was like my number one, but I definitely, I felt like he was just giving a lot of tea. Like it was just like a juicy yeah. episode. I'm not yeah. going to say that I loved like his content the most, but like he was full of tea. And true. I mean, mm-hmm. I listen for a lot of tea. So. Yeah. It's always uh, spilling. On but the, on the I felt podcast. like Hatfish. Hatfish was probably like my number one favorite like boy guest. Um, okay. What made you like him so much? <laughs> okay. Well, um, I feel like he was super genuine. I yeah. Felt like he was mm-hmm. very much himself without trying to be anything other than himself. Yeah. And I think he just is like that dude. Like he's just like a likable. Yeah. Genuine nice man so beyond humble yeah like you don't even have to say he's humble because it's just like who he is like yeah. he's just that like he's just exactly who he, i don't even know him and i'm like talking like half a shine after you. listening for two hours though you do feel like you know I do people feel like i know him and i do feel like he was really genuine i felt like you guys had you loved him so much like afterwards like he's so Hatfish, if you're listening, I don't know if you're still You need to date Abby is what I'm telling you. I was like, Hatfish is your man. <laughs> She's been texting me about you. And every time I see Sarah, she like asks like, so like how's Hatfish? No, like Hatfish, you and Abby were destined to be together. I have heard your vibes on the podcast together. And I really think in real life you would really hit it off. So yeah. So speaking of spilling the tea, Sarah already obviously knows this, but listeners, I asked him out on a date afterwards, like a second date to like do what we were supposed to do when I ghosted him. (laughs) And he first said yes. And then I got COVID. And then he was like, I think the universe just doesn't want us to go on a second date. And then like three days later, he like has a girlfriend now. 
But he started, I mean, like, he started seeing someone. He's like, I don't do the two-timing situation, which I which so respect. Again. Like, so you're, respectful. You're just, like, hitting all the marks. Yeah. Texting us and saying, or texting us, like, I'm Abby. <laughs> um, texting her and saying, like, you don't two-time, so, like, you're, you feel like this date that you're going on with this other girl could go somewhere and you don't want to like seem inauthentic and go on a date with Abby like that's hot it is it made me like him even more I was like damn it Hatfish you are her man (laughs) so we'll just wait for you to come around I guess I think they might be still seeing each other okay well you know Hatfish we don't wish you anything ill but right I do I do wish that you would be with Abby because I yeah. I would I think that would be a great wedding. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, the not wedding that we're not gonna have. <laughs> exactly. We were both on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> what did you think about Joey though? Everyone loved Joey. I for oh, I almost forgot about Joey. Yeah. Um I, like it's hard because I do listen every week, so they all get jumbled. Yeah. I did love Joey's episode. Yeah. Yeah. I am gonna I'm say trying it. to get him back on the podcast. I, but he isn't like I love Joey's his episode. Dates more than i loved tyler okay same um <laughs> yeah tyler just had a lot of tea I, i'm not gonna say that i yeah i loved his episode i just i feel like he had a lot of tea joey's episode i did genuinely enjoy it was super insightful very I, and and i actually felt that way about sage's episodes too like even when you guys talked about taylor swift i think that's like maybe the only episode i didn't text you about but i I didn't Not even because- realize that. Yeah. I, Sarah texts me every single time she listens to the podcast and like gives me feedback or lets me know her thoughts. And I love it. I live for it like every week. <laughs> it's like not even that you care because it's like I do though. keep doing your thing. But like I do love to discuss it. But yeah, um, that was the one episode I didn't respond just because it was like about Taylor Swift. Like, yeah, I'm just like what more do you want me to say? But like shockingly, we dropped a lot of tea. Like if people kept listening, we talked about a lot of people. At least I did. No, you did about like how music correlates to you and like your love life. I talked about specific men on there. I mean, I didn't say their names. No, 100 percent. And I actually enjoyed that episode more than I thought I would. I should have actually texted you that. I forgot about that. But here I'm telling you now. Um, Thanks. <laughs> I enjoyed that because I always think it's special like when you talk about how music moves you and yeah. like touches you because yeah. that's like what music is meant to do mm-hmm. kind of thing. And even though I'm not like a diehard Swifty, but like I do understand why people like her. Yeah. And I can totally respect that she writes her own music and yeah. like writes to like relate to people. Right. And I definitely feel like like I said, I think Sage has a really insightful yeah background and she I enjoy always enjoy her episodes. She has like too. such a healthy mindset. She's literally so healthy. I mean, her I name know. is Sage for God's sake. <laughs> exactly. I just like sometimes I'm like, what would Sage do? And then I do it. <laughs> and it always works. Sage out. let us into your coven. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> she would with open arms too. <laughs> um, okay. I have a PSA though. Okay. I, I have to say this because it has, keeps coming up and I understand after the last episode, I understand why people would think that, but just, just wait, I'm going to get to it. But like, there's been multiple times where this keeps coming up. PSA, I have never <laughs> slept with anyone from the podcast ever at any point previously or after the episodes. I did know that, but that's because I know you, though. You know that, but I think everyone else thinks otherwise. Want to know why I'm thinking this? Well, it's happened multiple times, but I have someone that I think was very jealous of a previous episode. And when I said that the guy that he was, like, jealous of, like, friend-zoned me hard and I never slept with him. This guy was shocked. Okay, now I know who you're talking about. Beyond shocked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Like, because just because I'm talking with people and flirty, like, you just think I'm automatically going to, like, fuck them afterwards? Okay, if this is the person that I think you're talking about, I think, like, he's probably just, like, insecure. I think that you make people think that way because you like treat everybody like your friend and you're like yeah. it's super easy to talk to and you have like a lot of chemistry with people because it's just like something that comes naturally to you. Well and here's the thing like at some point I've thought all of these people were attractive 
Well, sure. But so, like, of course, I'm going to be flirty. And if, like, especially if they're single, who cares? Exactly. But I, I think anyone would feel comfortable talking to. I think yeah. maybe it's just hard for somebody to, that, like, isn't like that to, like, think that you could possibly have conversations, like, and connect with people in this way. and not Beyond them. Sex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, also, like, they probably like, oh, she flirts with me. She can't possibly flirt with anyone else. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Which, newsflash, I flirt with everyone. <laughs> She flirts with me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think that's – we have that in common for sure. Is we can yeah. talk to literally anyone yeah. about anything. And, like, I have this – like talent. Exactly. But I have this weird thing where, like, people, like, tell me things that they've never shared with anyone. Like, yeah. if I had – like, okay, here's another thing. If I had a dollar for every time someone was like, I've never told anyone this, I would probably have at least $25. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, my whole – Which is career, kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. My whole career is literally people telling me things that I do and don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. It's just well, part of being a They're just like locked in the chair. Yeah, but like I also love the tea. So yeah. like I'm like, tell me all the deepest, darkest <laughs> secrets. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not judging you in my head. I'm like, <gasps> still not judging. <laughs> like, I know, you know. Well, some, I mean, I think it depends. <laughs> yeah, on the topic. But I mean, but- I also like, even if it's something that is worth being like judged, it's still like, I feel like it always gives you that perspective that where you're like, I don't know what it's like to be in that position, but I love that for you. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. Well, that's the thing. Like also it's like, I'm a huge menace and I've done a lot of embarrassing shit. So it's like, I can't judge anyone for their behavior. I have no room to talk. 100%. And you know, if there's something I haven't learned, there's always somebody who's done something worse. <laughs> yeah. So no matter how bad you think <laughs> right. that That's you're how I sleep space, at night. <laughs> I mean, there's always something worse. <laughs> okay, Sarah. So I w- I've been asking everyone every episode, like if you could have an unfiltered conversation with an ex, what would you ask them? But um, you married your high school sweetheart, so... I'm not going to ask you that question. <laughs> <laughs> what would I ask in seventh grade? Exactly. <laughs> and who knows? Yeah. I was probably sending you like a super emo song lyric, song lyric at that point. Right. So my question to you is, what questions do you think I should start asking guys on the podcast? Just any guy? Like Yeah, like what? future guys coming up. Like guys that I've dated. Okay. Um, about like things that like literally anything okay so not like where do you see yourself in 10 years type stuff no okay um, unless you really want to know that no i want <laughs> juicier things than that um i think you should ask them well you've asked like why you think we didn't work out i mm-hmm. think that's always like a good question yeah which i have a really good episode coming up i haven't recorded it but mm-hmm. it's someone that i really liked oh i love it okay um, so, I mean, obviously I always want to know that, like why you think they didn't work out. Um, I think it would be good to like ask what they learned from the relationship with you. Okay. Like things that they learned from you or because of you. Okay. Oh, I love that. Um, I would maybe like to also hear questions like, um, what, what, was there any, like, what was, a core memory of you two together. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, so I think that would be an interesting one. I would be. These are all things that I would be thinking, like me. Like if I <laughs> if I was gonna ask, like, what are you? What do you remember about me? Like what's yeah. most memorable? Tell me thing? all the amazing things about me. Literally, but no, I mean, kind like of. how brokenhearted were you that we didn't work out? Do you I still mean, think about me? <laughs> no, quite literally. Like that is the tea I want to hear. So a core memory. Um, I do like that. I'm gonna have to ask this person that. I think it'd be interesting, like, is, if you were close with their family, like, does their family still ask about you? Ooh. Uh, that would be more for boyfriends, and I haven't asked any boyfriends. Yeah. That's true. That's true. With dating, you wouldn't have met necessarily, like, If a boyfriend, uh, ex-boyfriend of mine is listening to this right now, and you do want to come on the podcast, let me know. Love that. If you don't hate me. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. And I also think another question, um, that would be cool, 
um, would be if they would want to go on a date with you again. Oh, like on the podcast live? I mean, maybe not like, I guess that might be a little bit like too. I would. (laughs) (laughs) If you will, then we want it. But okay. So I think obviously it would have to depend on the person. Are they still single? This one that's going to be juicy. He is married. So can't ask him that. Okay. Unfortunately. Okay. (laughs) Also, I would want to ask something like super juicy too. Like what was your favorite like feature about me? Like, did you love my eyes? Did you love my hair? Like, (laughs) I, I want them to like have something a little juicy like what was their favorite um like either physical characteristic or like both like tell me personality like, yeah let's hear both like I what mean, what personality trait did you love yes. about me maybe even ask them like which one did they hate about yes yes don't say anything about my looks I don't want to hear it but like <laughs> personality like yeah like tell me what you did and like you loved about my personality like how annoying I was also like in relationships going forward like is there something about me that you look for in somebody else like that you loved oh my or, like, god that you hated about me that you like make sure you don't see in the next person I love that because oh oh my god I'm not gonna give it away but like with this next person coming up specifically like there are certain things about him that I now look for in another partner and I can yeah, tell like him about it from those relationships and then that's yes. what it's all about especially if it doesn't work out like what did you learn from this it is great I'm so glad I asked you this question oh my god I'm such a good podcast host you're literally <laughs> so good okay Sarah so this is just like one last question about like not you specifically <laughs> but kind of But anyways, so out of, like, all the things that I've, like, told you about, like, with dating and just being single, single in 30, single in the Midwest, et cetera, et cetera, the list is never ending. Like, what makes you most thankful to be married from, like, what I've told you? (laughs) Okay. Um, I mean, just the sheer horrendous pool like yeah of me getting on your dating apps <laughs> which yes i am one of the people on the podcast that she said my married friends get on there and swipe like that is me but i, I love her. that like please do it for me it's so fun yeah like, so i don't so have to fun even like reply to people like yeah i mean that's all so fun but i it's also like your real life so like yeah, I, it's while fun i for think a it's night. fun <laughs> It's probably absolutely horrible. Like when it, that's like actually, yeah. Like what you have, to, and even like one of my husband's best friends. Um, it was like the same thing. Like we were swiping on his too, and he's like, "This is the shit that yeah. I have to choose from," and it's it's sad. Like it's it's funny to us, but it, it's actually sad. Because well, it's, it's so funny. It's like so discouraging like because it's so sad. <laughs> Literally, like it was like if this is the pool, like so that alone, I. I am I am grateful. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like um it's so hard to like trust people today too. Yeah. Um and like loyalty doesn't seem to exist as much. And I mm-hmm. will say that that's like something too that takes so much time and like yeah. Earned. So it's it's really hard to I don't know. I think it'd be really hard to see like the potential in those people until you've like really earned well and it like when you're saying like it takes time like 100 percent, and it's like people don't give it the time because they're constantly swiping and going on more dates and it's like the second there's a lull in the conversation or you don't reply they're like oh on to the next Mm -hmm. one and it's like you have to constantly be entertaining it and it's like i have a whole life outside of this person and you're a fucking stranger right and it's like i don't know you like i don't care even care about you like not in like a bitchy way just it's like i don't know you i don't care about you right and until like they get to know me it's like that this is why i'm single i mean there's many reasons but right no i totally get that and i also think that um with people i also think that when people are swiping (laughs) all the time and it's just it's hard to take it as seriously I guess you know yeah and also I get though like being on a dating app saves you so much time from like going on dates with turds well but then they're on the apps too but you can can hide behind behind like a screen because it's like these people aren't calling me before the dates that's true so it's like you can pretend to be 
like a nice person for like that's three, so three days via text message you can pretend to be funny like people are so much funnier via text message mm-hmm. then you meet up with them and they're fucking wackos or like duds so would you rather obviously you'd rather not meet them on the dating apps but like as far as like what's been more successful for you has it been in person in person meeting in person okay yeah i've never actually dated officially someone from an app it's always happened organically really Mm -hmm. okay i mean i've gone on dates yeah but, but like not consistent, like more than one day. I really person. don't know if I've ever, and this is so sad because I've been single for so fucking long, but I don't know if I've ever gone on more than three dates with someone from an app. Okay. Which is not that many. Right. But I did see a statistic that 80% of people are meeting their partners on dating apps now. Yeah. Cause I could see how like, it seems to weed out a lot of duds, but at the same time, like you said, you can really fake it and hide behind a screen. Yeah, so. and like it's use like it's it's definitely useful because it's like you can like a that's like the one of the main ways that people date now, mm-hmm. and then b like it's at your fingertips. Like it's not just by chance. It's like how many more times can I tell my friends like hook me up with someone? It's like they only have so many single people. I can't fuck all of them. True, <laughs> running out of people to sleep with. True. <laughs> And then on top of it, it's like, you're not going to set me up with someone that you know that I wouldn't like. So I'm already limited in who I could be set up with right. just from that alone. Right. So. Makes sense. But still, I'm still waiting <laughs> for you to be matchmaker. I'm trying. I'm literally <laughs> trying. But also, like you said, like as we get older, it's hard. Like people are, have lived like they're starting to like live almost a second life by like when they're 30 sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. so you just have a whole different the divorces the divorces the baby daddies the baby yeah. mamas yeah like all of them you know they're just a lot of times it's a different set of cars at this point in our life yeah um but that's okay yeah but also it just makes it harder i honestly like which i like haven't like fully like full-on dated anyone that's been divorced like officially but I've gone on dates here and there with guys that like have been divorced and I kind of I feel like they're more like introspective and have like been able to like s- like look back and figure out okay like why did this relationship fail and I almost feel like they're better partners probably I mean I feel like you're just cutting out some of the growing pains with some people you know what I mean yeah um cuz I think like we've always said I know that well I've always said this too is that you either like grow together or grow apart Mm -hmm. and um I mean obviously the older you are the more life experience that you have and Mm -hmm. I think you probably you you get to cut out some of that those growing pains right that was actually something like I like wrote down to ask you so like we're kind of like here now so I'm going to ask it um so you've been with Cody since you were 15 16 15 14 Mm -hmm. uh 15 I would say okay and like so and I I mean I feel like we've talked about this so Mm -hmm. it's not going to be shocking that I'm like saying this to you now but like which I don't know if I've said exactly like this but I feel like I almost like when I was younger like looked at that and like didn't understand like I'm like why wouldn't Sarah like want to date multiple people and like experience all of these things you know because 15 so young Mm -hmm. but now that I'm like older and I've experienced I've personally experienced more life and it's like I think it's a beautiful thing that you guys have been able to grow up together and still stay together Mm -hmm. and like I look at like your relationship and like yeah like like everyone has their shit but I feel like you have a very healthy relationship Mm -hmm. and it's like for me personally like I had to date all of these people to realize what a healthy relationship looked like obviously there was trauma there for me personally but like I think it's just like amazing that like you guys could go from like such like a juvenile relationship to have a full blown marriage and now a baby, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've told you this too. I mean, we've had this conversation a lot, but it's so different now. Than, yeah. Like when you're 15, like yeah. you almost, it's almost like dating a different person though. Right. Multiple times. Like, right. Like you have to rediscover who each other are. Exactly. Like we are not the same people we are when we were 15. No. We're not the same people we were when we were 20. Also like thank God. <laughs> no, literally. Like thank God. And if you are, then you should probably break up. 
If right. you're not this, if you're the same person that you were when you were 15 PSA, yeah, you need to time to break up or do some self help. Go, go to therapy. Yeah, like that's just not normal. But yeah, I just think that it's almost like I've dated a different person every single time. Is that like exciting to you? Or is it like I mean, I wouldn't have looked at it like that back then. But yeah. I mean, our relationship's never boring. And I would say that's just because we're really opposite though. So yeah. it's like you're always like trying to figure the other person out and it's just like a never ending thing and I think that's also too just like part of like if you are continuing to grow then you are changing like I'm absolutely not the same person I was at 25 that I am at 30 right you know well I think like you both allow space for that too which like I don't know like I think like in younger relationships sometimes people like hold each other back almost for sure you're like obsessed with each other and yeah you, like, can't hang out with anyone but yourself and I used to hate my mom for like saying like you need to hang out with someone other than your boyfriend yeah. and that just made me want to hang out with like my boyfriend more <laughs> but um that is such a true statement and like as you get older it's the same mm-hmm. thing like you have to be able to like hang out with other people and like yes. have that space and have other people to confide in because your partner is never going to fully be able to fulfill every need that you have. The best relationship advice I think you've ever given me. So like, and it's like still like sticks with me to this day. And I constantly think about it. Like when I'm like, even like dating new people, like just how I'm behaving. But like, it was after I got my heart broken, you know, my first love, we were, I I was completely obsessed with him. I kind of lost myself in him and I truly like I, I didn't stop hanging out with my friends, but like not to the level that I was prior, especially not now. Right. And like the best advice that you gave me was that it's so important to like a have like your own personal identity, even in a relationship or a marriage and to allow yourself to be your own person. And so it's like now if I find myself like almost like making excuses of like oh like well I can cancel which this has not happened in a long 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 long, long, long time like I I would never like try to cancel on a friend now for a guy Mm -hmm. absolutely not right like if a guy can't make a plan ahead of time like I'm sorry you're not my person right like I'm I'm going to just like value my friendships and prioritize that 100% and that was something that my mom always said too is just that you have to know who you are outside of them because like if you know god forbid you don't have them yeah and like what are you without them i truly or if they died you know it's not even like if you just break up like what if that person right. died like who are you right to the core and that honestly can translate to anything in your life too like and now i translate into yes. being a mom like who am i other than being ivy's mom right who am i other than being cody's wife like all those things like that statement really translates in any like point of your life I think like so and like this isn't like to cut on any mom because like I'm not a mom but I can can imagine like how fulfilling and amazing it is Mm -hmm. but like you are definitely someone and I like really like think this is an amazing thing is like you are so good at that like identifying like who you are and having your own identity because I feel like a lot of moms are just like like when you like say like introduce yourself like a lot like at work for example like people are like well I have kids and I have a husband and it's like that's not who you are like well, right. who are you Which, when it's so easy to just yes. completely enthrall yourself in that right as your identity because it's so consuming right like I totally get which it, you but- are a mom yes and you are a wife so those are characteristics of you but like you are also so much more than that for sure. And And why wouldn't you want to be? Right. And it's like, it's like being a mom is obviously like one of the most like rewarding. It's like my favorite and best job I've ever had. Yeah. But at the same time, I think in order to be like a healthy mom, even for your kids too, it's like rolling on the floor and dying for them in every aspect of every way, every single day, like isn't always like what's best for them either. Like I think that's just like part of toxic mom culture sometimes is that like if you're not doing every single thing for them at every moment like you're a bad mom right or you're not like doing enough and I mean like I just think like ever like anything else in the world like balance 
and yes. having a balance of being mom, being a hairstylist, being a wife, being all those things, like a friend, a like a friend, whatever. Like they're all they all correlate. Yeah. And they all make you like that well rounded, well mm-hmm. like full perspective person instead of just my mom perspective or just right. my wife perspective or just my whatever perspective. Right. You know, anything that's excess or too much is never going to be good. Right. It's just like if I work too or even much, healthy, exactly, you know, exactly. If I work too much, if I'm a mom too, like, it's just, all yeah. Which like, I'm like trying to think of like exactly like how you said it to me. Like the other day, like we were texting, I mean, I not the other day, it's been like probably a couple months now at this point, but like you were saying how like, while it's like very difficult to like make the decision, like after like having a baby to go back to work, but like, it was very important for you, like for like your mental health and like, your identity, et cetera, et cetera. But like you're shamed either way. Mm-hmm. And like you were, I feel like you were saying like moms think it's weird that you like didn't choose to stay home, but then also like the opposite happens. And it's like, I feel like moms can't win for sure. Like you get judgment either way. Like, oh, you went back to work. So you probably couldn't afford to stay home. Right. You know? Which How insane. Like That's crazy. And why would you just like expect someone to do that? But that is totally a thing. Like it's like you are like privileged if you're staying at home and being a stay-at-home mom. Yet also if you're staying at home and being a stay-at-home mom, like you're called lazy and like you're just a stay-at-home mom. Like all those things. Like you're literally judged no matter what. Right. So I do – I feel for the – moms out there trying to find that balance because you do feel judged either way right for sure well yeah and like I don't know I feel like some people like think like with stay-at-home moms that like they chose that because like their job didn't make like a certain amount of money and race I just like hate all of the assumptions people make about that well and there's probably those assumptions where that's very correct right like my job is not making enough money and daycare is so expensive like I have to stay home you know that right. makes sense I get it um but yeah there might be some people that just like want to stay home because they they love being at home and that's great yeah um but also like you're not a bad mom if you do like don't love staying at home every single day either, yeah you know or choose to work exactly like I don't know for me personally kind of like going back to like identity being outside of like a parent like if I ever have a kid like, if you think about it, I've lived 30 years of my life. I went to school. I've hustled. I've built, like, somewhat of a career. I'm, like, trying to build a podcast. If I had a fucking kid, it's, like, I'm just going to throw all of this shit away for this new person that I just met. Yeah. <laughs> Which I know, like, you love them so much more than that. And but I'm, like, it totally is, demanding, but it's, like, like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that for anyone. Yeah. It's... I mean, when you have a kid, it's like, it's literally like guts you of your selfishness. I mean, that's just like, you have no choice. And that's what makes it so hard. Right. Is that you spend your whole life like worrying about you. Yeah. And then overnight, here's your little baby and you can kiss yourself goodbye. Not really, but yeah. I mean, uh, it Kinda. literally like be that's like be a mom. It like guts you of that selfishness, and it's changes you like in a way that I hope everyone can experience. Like if you want that, because it does. It there's no other way to like get that experience other than when you like literally lay down your life for somebody else completely. Yeah. So like. I feel like you and I are like are very similar in the sense of like I feel like since we were like young kids we always like knew we wanted to be moms like just something in us it was like innate like you've always babysat same here like we've always been natural baby people Mm -hmm. kid people Mm -hmm. um but the older I get the more like and exactly what you were saying like you're constantly having to think of another person like that gets really scary for me to think about which I'm not in any position to like have a kid at the, this point right <laughs> plus I'm having baby Jesus over here but like <laughs> immaculate conception <laughs> but you know what I mean like yeah. I it like is really scary to me and so it's like like on one hand I feel like if 
at the end of the day. Like if I'm on my deathbed when I'm 80, if I don't have a kid, I probably will regret it. So like that makes me want to, but also it's like, I don't know. But I think that's like a super mature way to think about it because I think you're probably pretty immature if you think like having a baby gonna is be just going to be like super fun and we're going to like sit and cuddle all day. Like right. that always like really makes me like, what do you do when you go home? Like do you just like cuddle? It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. For like Wait, one second. I, yeah. Until I he's love off that, but and exactly. to the next thing. And you just, there's just no way to get it. Like yeah. I babysat my whole life and having a baby is just, it's completely different. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But um. Yeah, no, I think that's a very mature perspective to have is like that it, it should be scary because it is scary. Yeah. Like literally, why do you think so many women have like postpartum anxiety and like postpartum depression? It's because like literally overnight you go from worrying about yourself to worrying about another human. And, and then they just send you home. <laughs> no, literally. And then they just like are expect you to keep it alive, to know everything. You're sleep deprived. Like, right. You're, you literally feel like complete hell. You're you're trying to heal while taking care of another person fully. I mean, it's just like the most insane experience ever. Okay, Sarah. So how does one actually like make the decision to be like, yes, as a couple, like we want to now start trying to have a kid? Because like going back to like the thought of like, this is scary. Like when do you make that leap? And it's just like, let's go for it. I feel like you probably I think it probably depends on their personality types like Cody's definitely a planner I am planish mm-hmm. um and I think it just kind of like I feel like it just sort of becomes like a natural step that like when you've been together for a long time and you want to like take that next level of like it's like a it's like a whole nother level of committing to each other because it's not only mm-hmm. are you committed that's this is one thing which could be like a whole nother topic but it's like it's amazing to me that people will they can't commit to marrying somebody but they'll commit to having a baby with them yeah makes no sense to me because when you're tied together like with kids like you're tied together in so many ways like for at least 18 years well that child hopefully is never going anywhere right like you can get divorced exactly but like okay so like are you saying like people that like actively don't want to marry their partner because they don't know because i have my views on marriage i don't mm -hmm, i don't know if i would need to get married but i would if once i found like my person like of course i'd probably want to have a child with them i think it just like more so for people that they don't feel like they want to commit to getting married when they've been with someone for like five plus years it's like okay so you know them yeah. You know if you love them. You're not willing to marry them, but you're willing to have kids with them. It just doesn't make any sense to me as far as being willing to commit to that level. Yeah. How do you feel about like ultimatums? Like you need we need to get married or not? Like I feel like if I have to like give someone an ultimatum to marry me, like they're probably not my person. I would agree. I mean, I think for the most part, when you like give an ultimatum, it's probably not great. Yeah. Well, and again, it's like if you don't want to marry me and I want to be married, bye. Yeah. Right. Like I like what are the reasons why? Like, do you just not believe in marriage? Like, have you always not believed in marriage or just not marriage with me? Because that's a problem. Right. And I think I guess it just depends on the type of person that you are. Right. Like, yeah, I would personally never want to be with someone that didn't want to commit to me in that way because mm-hmm. that's what I would want yeah but if you're somebody like that's more like free open-minded and like free spirit about things like I just think that so many people are so comfortable like not fully committing to like anything it seems like these days that yeah. I would hate I would just I don't know when you have a baby it's such a commitment it's a full-time job full-time everything mm-hmm. and it's like you're willing to commit to your job you're willing to commit to having kids with me but the only thing you're not willing to commit to is me yeah so like kind of taking a little bit of a turn here like this just like made me think of something yeah. like there's been like times like like I'm thinking of one person in particular specifically but like I've known multiple people like this like guys that aren't even like wanting to commit to a relationship mm-hmm and it's like okay so on one hand sometimes i think these people are like 
they just aren't that into you. Like that's a no brainer. Duh. Not everyone's going to love me. Mm-hmm. I get it. But there have been people that it's like, I truly just feel like they have such commitment issues. But then on the flip side, it's like, I see them committing to so many other things. And it's like, why, like, why is just this like one thing? And it's like, I feel like I've like heard someone say like, I don't want to have to like give my time. Like they're a very selfish person and they're aware of that. But it's like you have like strong, like the strongest friendships I've ever seen in some people. But, and you com- like that's committing to your friends. Exactly. And like I know like it's different. Like when you're in a relationship, you have to think about like the other's like person's feelings. But it's like I don't like this one person specifically. It's so bizarre because it's like I know you're not out there fucking other people. Right. So like you're already committed to like not doing that mm-hmm. that's like halfway there like mm-hmm. I don't know I just think it's insane 100% and I think I think too with people that won't commit in that way they're probably not fully committing in other ways then too I would imagine like if if they're like a CEO boss whatever they're and they're not. like married to their job whatever no, no. like I just don't I feel like it's like a personality trait to be like committal or not if that makes sense like I feel like you're either a person that's gonna if you're going all in in your work life you're probably going all in in your friend life you're probably going all in in your love life yeah like me like I'm like you're hard in the paint like I'm going all in even though you have your unconventional views of marriage and things like that I think ultimately like if that's what you wanted you would do it it's not like you would just I would if they wanted it yeah like because I want to be committed to someone no one for life right but you (laughs) stay with me forever it's not like you're like I'm not gonna get married just because like I that's in my head like you would if they wanted to and vice versa because you love them and you're gonna give them your all because that's like who you are right it's not your nature to just half-ass something you know hell no and I I am all in all of the time it's actually rather annoying I hate it like some things I'm like just do your best and Mm -hmm. get it like move on right and I'm like, but it just has to be perfect. Yeah. And yeah. So I, th- to me, that's, that to me would just be like a really unattractive trait. Like if you just didn't want to marry me, but you'll, you'll do everything else to me when you don't want to marry me. Like, yeah. Bye. To yeah. me, that's just unattractive because you're probably not committing in other ways if you're not willing to commit in that way, if that makes sense. Right. Like, I guess, like, I don't know how, like this one specific person I'm thinking of in, like in general, like I don't technically know how they are at work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, what his reviews look like. You know? Right. So. But it's, like, at the same time, you know, if, like, you're willing to give it all at work, like, guess what? People have lives outside of work, too. Like, if yeah. you're a dad, like, you have to go home and be a dad and commit to being a dad. So it's, like, to me, if you're willing to commit to everything else, then you probably just don't want to commit to me. And therefore, like, we probably shouldn't be right together which yeah like at the end of the day it's like if someone doesn't want to be with me like why would I ever want to be with them for certain right like and it's like whether it's truly just because it's like a me thing or because they have some other deep-rooted issue either Mm -hmm. way that's not my my guy (laughs) right and I guess maybe in the scenario where like someone gets pregnant accidentally and they don't really know if they want to be with that person yet yeah and they have this kid and then they're like well I really love my kid but like I don't really love I want to like make it work with you because like yeah. I want my child to have his mother. Okay, but at the same yeah, time, yeah, those situations get really tricky. I agree. Like, I mean, I can't really judge a situation I'm not in, um, right? But I also think like how you would probably feel as a partner that if like someone doesn't truly like love you mm-hmm. in that way, I would imagine. Yeah. So I um, I don't know. Like I've like thought because like anytime you have sex with someone sex is like technically like for a purpose Mm -hmm. I have never used it for that purpose ever to get pregnant ever like I'm using it purely for pleasure at this point in my life and it's like I don't know like I feel like every time I have sex I think I'm pregnant like it's like I'm fucked up Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. never been pregnant but like somehow I just always Mm -hmm. think I am and like I don't have like a regular period now especially so it's like I literally like used to take pregnancy tests all the time. <laughs> like, and then it's just like 
I don't know, like I think back to like some of the partners that I've had and I'm like, oh God, like I really lucked out that I didn't get pregnant by certain people. Absolutely. All right, all right, all right, all right. So Sarah and I, as always, of course, I am not predictable here. (laughs) We talked for way too long. So, and by way too long, I mean the perfect amount. But anyways, so this is the end of part one. Tune back in next week for the second part of my conversation with Sarah. We dive deeper into like what mom life has been like for her. And um, she may have cried. (laughs) So find out why. Uh, As always, you can follow me at Abby McCarville on Instagram and please follow the O-Pod. Thank you. Oh.